We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Sunday Telegraph. As a nation collectively held its breath, world number one Ash Barty showed why she is the most dominant force in women's tennis, finding a way to overcome feisty American Danielle Collins 6-3-7-6. Barty was dead and buried in the second set, down 1-5, but the Queenslander wouldn't lie down. Instead, she found a way to claw back before racing through the tiebreak to put to bed 44 years of local heartache at the Open. The normal reserved Barty let out a gut-wrenching scream as she sent another booming cross-court forehand past Collins to claim her third Grand Slam title after 87 absorbing minutes on Rod Laver Arena. If you would like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription to The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. Small businesses who suffered during the shadow lockdown brought on by Omicron will be able to claim up to 20% of the payroll under a more than $1 billion New South Wales government financial support package. In a move expected to benefit 100,000 businesses across the state, those with an annual turnover of between $75,000 and $50 million, with a decline in turnover of at least 40% in January and anticipated in February, will be able to make a claim for a maximum $5,000 payment per week. The government is hoping its $700,000 small business support program will help those hardest hit by the Omicron wave, which sent many New South Wales residents back indoors in a self-imposed lockdown. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. One of the state's top cops says shutting down the key players in the conflict between the Hamzi and Alemadine families has left the two warring sides confused and in chaos. State Crime Commander Stuart Smith said most of the big guns have been targeted and the underlings are living on borrowed time. In an exclusive interview with the Sunday Telegraph after an in-your-face two-day operation that resulted in the charging of more than 100 people, Assistant Commissioner Smith had a strong warning for young wannabes considering taking a side in the gangland war. These people are extremely violent, driven by money and status. They will use you, you are pawns. And a COVID-era land rush and decades of poor planning have pushed prices for shovel-ready blocks to new heights and encouraged buyers to take drastic steps to get into new estates. With demand at a high and land supply dwindling, Housing Industry Association data shows new lot prices across Sydney shot up nearly 32% or about $140,000 over the year to September. It was the fastest annual rise in more than a decade and it pushed the median price of new lots in Greater Sydney to a record $575,000, with some selling for as high as $2.7 million. Those are your headlines from The Sunday Telegraph. For updates,
updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.